Hello, this is Richard Outram, and welcome to the Prepare for Growth podcast series, bite-sized wisdom for leadership and personal development. So thank you for taking time out to join me. I'm so grateful for this unique opportunity. And today's topic is a case for diversity and inclusion. Several weeks ago, I had the honor of moderating an event headlined diversity and inclusion in the workplace here in South Florida. The panel comprised of five very talented and accomplished female executives from different walks of life and experiences. The female composition was a deliberate choice because we wanted to focus primarily on gender diversity. We also covered other aspects of this broad topic, including race, age, and cultural diversity in the session. The studies and statistics that correlate diversity in the workplace to superior business performance are compelling. This is true at the executive level, where gender and racially diverse teams tend to outperform their peers. So why is this the case? Effective decision-making entails selecting your best choice from a series of options. Data, gut, experiences and opinions all play a part in getting to your answer. Whether at the individual or group level, we all likely suffer from ego, biases and blind spots at varying levels. These dangerous forces can lead to bad and at times catastrophic decision making. When you bring diverse and relevant perspectives within a safe environment, the value of collective intelligence usually counterbalances limited thinking and can open up wider possibilities. So back to the event. Here were five ladies who were passionate about what they do and how they got here. Individually and collectively, they wanted to bring their unique insights, offer solutions to the workplace diversity challenge and bring hope to many. As the moderator, I observed a couple of very healthy dynamics at play, which diffused any perceived gender polarity risk in the room from what could be a highly charged topic. The first is that the ladies were very balanced and empathetic as they offered pragmatic perspectives on how to instill change in the workplace. Some examples included their celebratory acknowledgement of the critical role that male mentors and sponsors played in their development and career progression. They also tackled the challenges of the need for paternal leave for new fathers as well as mothers in this day and age. Secondly, As I looked around the audience, I noticed approximately half of the attendees were male executives. It was clear from the questions and subsequent feedback on the discussions that the men were equally invested in the success of diversity and inclusion initiatives at their workplaces. Yet this microcosm of aspirational leaders possibly reflected a broader corporate intent to move the diversity needle, then we all should be inspired. As a male C-level executive born in the UK and a US immigrant, I'm a fortunate beneficiary of supportive mentors and progressive business environments that held empathy and authenticity as core values. The opportunity to bring awareness of the power of diversity and inclusion is therefore very close to my heart. As a first generation born in the UK to immigrant parents, my family experienced the challenges of cultural and racial integration that led to identity cover while growing up in a new homeland. 
I'm ever so proud to be born in England and grateful to have been provided the opportunities to grow and thrive in two great first world countries. I was always taught by my parents to not judge those less fortunate as they may not have had the same opportunities in life as I did. I grew up with five siblings of which four were sisters. My sisters each have their own unique character, personality and experiences, all of which positively nurtured and influenced me over the years. My mother continually encouraged and supported them to progress in higher education and access greater opportunities than she could ever dream of. Today, I am so proud of my sisters and the women they have become. Their practical smarts, emotional intelligence, humour, resilience and compassion are just a few character traits that I would personally want to have at any executive table today. Both my mother and my wife sacrificed career options to stay at home to raise children. In my opinion, motherhood is the hardest and most responsible of CEO job descriptions. The child rearing experience made these already remarkable women stronger in character. One of the panelists was a CFO who juggled her demanding work schedule to raise three boys while also creating work-life balance at home. Given the right opportunity, these female strengths could certainly be harnessed as a major asset in the corporate world. So fast forward to today, and our families on both sides of the Atlantic comprise a beautiful collage of different races, cultures, religions, and ages. I learned something new through their unique perspectives when discussing contemporary issues in the world. In a safe environment that honors diverse input and ideation, it's hard to see the downside of this collective intelligence. Fixed and judgmental mindsets, which are typically born in the ego, main fact pose one of the greatest threats in business today. We must therefore continue to elevate a learning mindset in the business world and provide opportunities for diverse perspectives to thrive. The five female executive panelists were wonderful role models of the path to change. So the facts are clear and compelling on the competitive advantage of diversity and inclusion in the workplace. So businesses that lead the way and elevate diversity and inclusion as a critical strategic priority will no doubt win in a global and interconnected economy. I hope you found today's session valuable. If so, please follow me on Instagram at outram.richard and post your comments. Thank you again. Until the next podcast.